0: Essential NLP, practical skills for a great life. Hi, and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this episode number 84 of Essential NLP. And we're going to be continuing to look at some fascinating things that can really stuff up our lives, particularly in relationship to relationships. And today we're going to be dealing with challenging people who have issues. Uh, There are many other names for them, but that's the the polite way of describing it. So people that just being around them, it feels quite difficult, quite challenging by the way they are being. So this could be someone who's aggressive, passive aggressive, sulking, moany, um, trying to manipulate you, trying to guilt you into something, trying to be in your face, or just being quiet but in that particular way that tells you they're trying to let you know something remember that nlp presupposition you cannot fail to communicate even if you're in silence you're still communicating something so the first step really really important step is to stay calm which links to the second step which is it's so easy to find ourselves being hooked into these kind of not very useful conversations in fact arguments usually it's almost as though these other people seem to know the blueprint for what will trigger us the buttons to push that will make us respond now going back through the podcast you'll know we've talked about this before people cannot make you do anything they cannot make you feel anything remember we use the do where we say instead people do stuff and then we choose unconsciously often to respond in a particular way but it's our choice and we need to make that choice more conscious. The thing is of course when it happens when somebody pushes one of your buttons it doesn't feel like there is any choice. You're straight there, straight into that neurology feeling that way about the thing that they've called you on or talked about and, it, and you feel this incredible surge of emotion and neurological potential just flowing through your whole body. But actually, we really need to learn this. We really need to learn that we just need to stay calm, to be unhooked. In Buddhism, they call this non-attachment. There are many other ways of describing non-attachment, but this is a good example of it, where we're not not going to be hooked by this. We're not going to be attached to them doing something different, to so them being a different way, to so them not saying that. them shouldn't have done that all those kind of conversations instead what we're going to decide to do is even in the face of this provocation or this emotional blackmail or even manipulation or just goading we are going to decide to be the same best us independent of whatever stuff is going on for them If you briefly look back at your life, you'll see there are definitely times in your life where you didn't do this, where people did trigger you. And pretty much always in those times, it didn't work out as well as if you'd stayed calm and rational. Because in those moments when we lose it, we become emotive, often become childish, often experience ourselves being younger in the way we talk and behave. And the outcomes are almost universally not very positive for us. Or the people that we're in relationship with. So stay calm. Imagine you're like a a tree in a strong wind. Don't let them hook you. Instead, see the hook. No matter how well it's disguised as something you really, really need to respond to. There's no, there's no value to it. Discussing when they're in this state isn't going to get anywhere. I don't know if any of you have ever had the displeasing <laughs> experience of trying to rationally discuss something with a, an internet troll. Someone who's already positional, isn't interested really in, in discussing something. They just want to put their point across. And they're not interested in having any reasoned debate about it. If you've ever got sucked into those one of those conversations, this is a great example of when you can see your life disappearing. It can take so much time and energy and it doesn't produce anything because at this point in time, they're not that interested in listening. Third point, check if by getting angry, getting irritated, getting upset, getting emotional in this situation helps you in any way is useful for you, almost invariably it never is, take a moment to pause when you feel that surge of wanting to to lay in and get stuck in and just check to yourself and ask yourself this interesting question, not are they right, are they wrong, am I right, do they need to be told off, but is this useful for me, is this going to help me move my life on in any way? almost invariably the answer is no and at that point you step away from the argument exercise your choice bring it back into your consciousness if you're somebody who's got kids there are times when you've done this they can say the most appalling things to you but you remember they don't really mean it they're just acting out something something's going on for them what if we could remember to bring that to adults as well? Fourth step is disengage. This is where you calmly refuse to join into the drama that's going on, realizing that that will just throw more fuel onto the fire. And I'm going to talk about this in another podcast where we talk about the drama triangle. Really lovely concept from the guys that formed TA, Transactional Analysis. If you find that just being in this storm of emotion isn't really doing it for you, then your final option is just to remove yourself, to distance yourself physically from the environment that's causing you trouble. Sometimes that's exactly the right thing to do. Sometimes just hanging around and being different is fine. And sometimes, of course, we can't physically remove ourselves, so we have to change our state. We have to change how we deal with it. There's no point in trying to reason with them when they're in this state. There's no point in having a productive discussion because you won't be able to have one. They need to calm down. You need to stay calm. And that's not going to happen if you try and talk your way through it at this point in time. Equally, don't leave by going. I'm not talking to you until you're being rational, sensible, and mature, because that, of course, will just further annoy them. So it's just calmly exiting. You can explain why you're doing it. Say, so I, you know, but but put it in terms of you. Say, you know, I'd like to talk about this, but when I'm feeling a bit calmer about it. If you do that, then there's nothing for them to attack. If you say, when you're feeling more calmer about it, then they'll start going. What do you mean? I'm not calm. And uh, it's another opportunity for an argument. So if you do want to say something, refer to yourself. And finally, take the big step of being compassionate towards them. Because when you look at it, if this is their response to these kind of situations, they're not put playing with a full deck of options. Because this isn't working for them either. So allow yourself to recognise somewhere in their past, some stuff happened, and they were left with this as a choice. This is an option. In fact, you probably seen their only option. Probably comes to their mum and dad, probably from their childhood, who knows? doesn't really matter. It's not really your issue. But recognise, if you were playing with a full set of choices, would you really choose this? And as a result, this tells you they don't have the full set of choices. That They're being triggered by situations situation to being emotional, immature very often irrational so cut them a little bit of slack it doesn't mean to say you have to be around them doesn't mean to say you have to like them but recognize that this has probably come from somewhere where they got hurt when they were little when they were tiny and they're now acting much like a kid if you can do these things this will be another of those situations where you're able to really take a different perspective, a different position, where you can decide, okay, that's what's going on for them. Choose not to get involved. And you don't have to waste your energy anymore on that stuff. Also, remember relationships exist only when two people are relating to each other. And it exists as a thing, they're a normalization. So, if you relate differently to them, then the relationship becomes different because you're bringing something different into that relationship. And also, there's less for them to fight against. So they will have to bring themselves differently to that relationship too. We'll do some more stuff on relationships because it is so important. But for the moment, just notice who is it that pushes your buttons. Where do you find yourself responding irrationally? And possibly the most important thing, which I haven't mentioned is, of course, make sure you're not being the difficult person in a relationship. Make sure you're not the one that's acting from somewhere much younger, where you're not being rational. Make sure you're not starting it. Now we're not perfect, so from time to time we're bound to do this, but catch yourself. If you find you're doing it, you will save yourself so much trouble. So much energy and make life a lot happier for you and the people around you. So, I hope this is useful for you to put these things into action and notice what shifts you get in your life as a result. And let me know what changes you notice. Send us an email, phil at philparker.org. And finally, it's February, it's windy outside at the moment. It's February, and next week I'm running an NLP course. So if you're interested in doing a couple of days of NLP with me, learning out how it really works, putting some of this stuff into practice, then make sure you're quick because it's coming up soon. Send us an email, info at philparker.org or book online, philparker.org. You take care now. Bye. If you like these podcast series, then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we can work together. Best things you can do and get hold of the other podcasts on iTunes or get some of my extraordinary books, which as I say, if you like these podcasts, they're very, very similar, life-changing, fascinating ways of looking at the world. And the ultimate thing you could do, hey, come and train with me. I'd love to meet you in person. Let us know, drop us an email, philparker.org, or go to the website philparker.org, sign up for the newsletters there you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads and those downloads contain the latest research techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health. So just register to get those right now and I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP.